Today's episode of The Daily Ding is brought to you by Remarkably Remote, a new daily microcast from the experts at GoToMeeting all about making work from home work for you. With indispensable intel on how to stay sane, motivated, and productive at home, we're here to help you in this brave new remote working world. Find us on smart speakers or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app. You can also listen at GoToMeeting.com slash tips. That's GoToMeeting.com slash tips. Welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic Podcast Network. Good morning. Welcome to the Daily Sort of Weekly Ding. I'm Zach Harper. Happy Tuesday morning. Whenever you're listening to this, we have all the latest coming out of the NBA amid the coronavirus pandemic. Joined by Wazi Lambre with Rob Lopez, making sure no one gets into his place without washing their hands and sanitizing themselves. Coming up on today's show and other shows going forward, we come to you at least once a week, give you all the latest from across the league as the NBA sits in limbo as the world tries to navigate this COVID-19. First up was, over the weekend, commissioners across all major sports in the United States came together on a conference call with the president. No major updates or decisions were made, but according to ESPN, NBA Commissioner Adam Silver told those on the Trump conference call that the leagues were the first to shut down and they would love to lead the way in starting the economy once there was an all-clear from public officials. But as we dig more and more into the logistics of this was, it's what kind of we first feared when all this stuff went down. It kind of sounds like we're not coming back. Yeah, I always thought the the whole indefinitely thing seemed overly optimistic, especially when you consider we literally had no way to test people when this like they like there were barely any test procedures or protocols put in when Rudy Gobert finally tested positive for this thing, right? And until we right. achieve something like instant testing, these games will not start back. And, you know, I watched um, our mutual homie, Wendy, the other day on um, ESPN. It might have even been this morning. He was talking about, look, um, and it also has to be politically expedient in the sense that they're not, NBA players aren't taking tests away from people who actually need it in order to test themselves to play, before they play in these games. So that seems like such a long time from now. And until we get reliable, very quick testing, the season's not coming back, man. This se- this season is done, and it's a shame because LeBron was going to win it all. Oh, is that what, that's what was going to happen? Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Wastradamus coming in with the uh, with what would have happened. Um, all right. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, look, the, we, I talk about this a lot with with our our good friend Amin Al Hassan on NBA Radio on SiriusXM. Uh, pretty much every day of like the logistics of what it looks like. We're going to need, you know, training camp for a couple of weeks to get these guys back in shape. You need to find a way to, you know, put them in a bubble essentially to make sure no, there are no outside forces, you know, coming through to possibly contaminate. That's if everyone gets tested and the testing's correct and, you know, everyone's in the all clear. And I don't, and even if we come back, we're not getting all 30 teams back. It's just who needs to play, right? Like there's just so many ways to kick this can down the road. And I don't think they're going to, cancel it the season until they've exhausted every single option because i do believe it is very important for them to get a champion and have a resolution to the season at the same time was uh you know we've gone through it before i believe it was 1918 spanish spanish flu uh you know there was no hockey championship in uh 1994 players strike in baseball there's no baseball championship this may just be the nba's turn to not have a championship and it's more than understandable but it just kind of uh it sucks and that's with the qualifier because why you have to throw this qualifier out there obviously the health 
of everyone, not just NBA players and NBA personnel, the health of everyone in the country and even the world is the first priority. You just have to send that out there. Otherwise, you know, they'll jump on you. Yeah, I think most people understand this, you know, that there are more important things in the NBA. But, you know, if you were an NBA fan in Los Angeles and Milwaukee or even in places like Philadelphia, uh, you know, you're just completely bummed that the season has come to an end, that you won't get a postseason. Boston, you know, like it's tough. It's tough. Like not being able to crown a champion for all of the hoops fanatics out there. It's just it's really unfortunate. Yeah, and maybe, may, you know, there's a sliver of hope. Maybe things will get better and it'll it'll work out and we'll get some kind of resolution. But at least as of right now, it does not look likely. Uh, by the way, last week on a conference call with the media, Nets general manager Sean Marks revealed that all four players on the Nets who had tested positive for COVID-19 are now symptom-free. So that's, uh, that's very good. Um, by the way, the NBA has been doing a players-only NBA 2K tournament the uh, ESPN has been televised, and I believe I know Donovan Mitchell was in it. Kevin Durant's been in it. Patrick Beverly apparently did something or said something. Waz, have you been paying attention to the 2K tournament? No, absolutely yeah, not. Because it's <laughs> not it's not for me. Um, I'm not I even think, interested by me playing 2K, and I love 2K, but I don't right. find that interesting. I think there's an audience for what they're doing with this, but I'm just not in in that audience. So right. you know, there's that. Which is fine if you want. Hey, yeah, however, that, we're know, passing time at this point. Boat, you know? Exactly. But would you be interested in a horse competition? The NBA and ESPN are apparently working on televising a horse competition involving several high-profile players, according to sources uh, close to ESPN. Um, Was we've done this before, right? We did this like twelve years ago, ten years ago, something like that, where we had a horse competition at All-Star Weekend. It resulted in. Kevin Durant versus Rajon Rondo versus Omri Caspi for some reason. And, and spoiler alert, from like 11 years ago, Omri Caspi was out quickly. He did not last <laughs> long. But it essentially just got into a top-of-the-key three-point shooting competition between KD and Rondo. KD eventually won. I watched that the other day, like kind of rewatched that, and I was like, yeah, this wasn't very interesting. But there's got to be a way to make horse interesting for some kind of televised audience. See, that's the thing. I, I actually did the trivia, sh- the No Dunks trivia show with with um, Jay Skeets, and um, it was a ha- All Star Edition trivia. And he asked me, and th- there were a, there was a question spe- specifically about the horse competition all those years ago and the participants. And I won. I know for a fact that I didn't watch it, and I vaguely remember um, actively avoiding it. So no, I won't be watching. <laughs> This horse competition either. I just I just don't get I, like I don't know. It's weird, especially when the guys are doing it remotely. It's like I'm watching dude like dude shooting an empty gym. I don't know. It, it's not for me. I get I get it. We're starved for content. I mean, ESPN sure. ran Tom Brady for like five, six straight days. Okay, like <laughs> we to. get it. But I, I, I we're grasping at straws here, people. Yeah, discussions have been ongoing among the NBA, the Players Association, and ESPN about a competition among several players in isolation, presumably using home gyms that would include them competing shot for shot in the traditional playground game that sources said to ESPN. Uh, Details including a schedule and specific player involvement are still being finalized. Again, if it floats your boat, great, but if not, uh, I'm probably not going to watch. 
All right, everybody, as we are all stuck inside, it doesn't mean you can't get your favorite restaurants to deliver to you. You can still get the food you crave, and you get that with DoorDash. It's the app that brings the food that you want right to your door. Ordering is easy. You just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be safely left outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Over 300,000 partners in the U.S., Puerto Rico, Canada, and Australia You can support your go-to local business or choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, Cheesecake Factory, all that good stuff. Many of your favorite restaurants are still open for delivery. Just use the DoorDash app and make sure that you get it contactless to make sure everyone stays safe. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off their first order of $15 or more and zero delivery fees for the first month when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code DING, that's D-I-N-G, that's $5 off your first order and zero delivery free, delivery fees for a month when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code DING. Don't forget, that's code DING, D-I-N-G, for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. By the way, we've got some big news uh, from the basketball world. The Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2020 was announced. It is headlined by Kobe Bryant, Kevin Garnett, Tim Duncan, Rudy Tomjanovich, and Tamika Ketchings. Uh, was is this the greatest Hall of Fame class of all time? I mean, it's got to be pretty close, right? I think you definitely have two top 15 all-time NBA players, and some would argue Kevin Garnett might be top 20. You know, yeah, top 25 at least. I'd put KG top 25 specifically. You know, when you figure he's the greatest defensive player in the modern era, um, and and, and you know, obviously, he was a great offensive player as well. Uh, Rudy Tomjanovich, two time NBA champion, Tamika Catchings, one of the greatest. She might even be top 10 in her own right as far as the yeah. women's game. Um, Absolutely. yeah, it's a, it's a highly decorated class. You think about what Tamika Catchings did in college, um, yeah, it's it's an incredible, oh, she was an class. institution. Yeah, Yeah, 100%. And obviously, Kobe Bryant, that goes without saying, right? Like, probably the most famous Laker ever, the most, the marquee franchise of the league. Um, You know, with his recent untimely passing, uh, it's just going to make it that much more emotional and huge. But it'd be hard to argue against it, man. Like, I would love to see what the wind shares in this Hall of Fame class. Well, so it's funny about that, Waz, is uh, Paul Pierce came out on ESPN and said that he played an extra year. Because he was worried that he wouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he had retired when all these other guys retired. Because he was supposed to retire the same year as Kobe, as Tim Duncan, as KG. And he didn't. He stuck around another year. That's when Draymond gave the whole, like, you know, you're not getting a Kobe Bryant tribute. Like, who do you think you are? And uh, and so he stuck around another year. And and so Amin and I were talking about on the radio today. And he had been talking about uh, with Jason Jackson, the Heat sideline reporter, about how, like, the Hall of Fame is a club, right? And so if the Hall of Fame is a club and you have VIP tra- treatment, you know, Kobe and Tim Duncan are getting, like, the best table by the DJ booth. Like the absolute best table, right? That yeah, they course. get that table. KG's probably just a little bit behind that table, right? Yes, the second He's second level of table. Them, for sure. But but then there are some guys that you gotta know the bouncer to get in. And even then you gotta like, you know, go through, make sure you're on the list and have someone verify and everything. <laughs> and then you're not getting a table. You gotta go to the bar and get your own drinks, you know, you gotta hope the bartender <laughs> hears your order. That's Paul Pierce in the Hall of Fame Club. <laughs> I just love the uh, the self awareness though to know that he would have never got in on this ballot with with right? the caliber of these guys. Um, that's that's kind of incredible, honestly. 
Yeah, I mean, to stick around one more year just because of that, it, it is a it is a level of self awareness I did not know Paul Pierce had. Exactly. So I guess I guess kudos to him on that. Um, yeah, I think at worst this is this is you know uh, like there, there isn't a Hall of Fame class that can surpass this, right? There may be some that can match. As some would say, the class with Jordan and and John Stockton, David David Robinson was there. Uh, we had one the you know a couple of years ago with uh, Steve Nash and Jason Kidd and Grant Hill and someone else I'm forgetting. Um, but this is this is one where you're right. Like you have two guys in the in the running for top ten player of all time, and then KG's got to be in the top twenty five, if not the top twenty. I just don't know how you pass that. And then on top of that, too, let's not forget Rudy Tomjanovich, while he is a two-time champion as a coach, um, he was a hell of a player. Like He was putting up 20 and, 20 yeah. and 9 for like five, six straight years uh, back in the day. So, and, he's, and he's kind of one of the coaches that helped revolutionize three-point shooting as a weapon because those Rockets teams in the early Absolutely. to mid-90s were one of the first teams to do it. So he definitely, definitely earned his way in and probably got in way too late. Yeah, they were four out in 1994, which was just kind of unheard of. Yeah. Yeah, he traded away uh, Otis Thorpe and and let Robert Ory be a be a you know a stretch four and it, and uh, and Hakeem got the the room to work and it worked out for two straight titles and of course has one of the greatest lines ever. Never underestimate the heart of a champion because they messed around was they messed around and became a six seed and still won the championship in ninety five. <laughs> and flip then the uh, speaking of flip the switch, speaking of championships, the Bulls haven't had one in a long time and probably won't anytime soon, but. According to Casey Johnson of NBC Sports Chicago, the Bulls are looking to replace John Paxson and Gar Foreman in running Chicago's basketball operations. Current top targets are Nuggets GM Arturis Karnasovas and Jazz GM Justin Zanuck. Uh, Bulls also reportedly were interested in Raptors GM Bobby Webster, the Heat VP of basketball operations Adam Simon, and Pacers GM Chad Buchanan. Uh, but it looks like uh, Arturis and uh, Justin Zanuck will be the two uh, highest candidates there. Personally, I know Justin Zanuck. I know he's excellent. He kind of got uh, – he was supposed to take over the Bucks at one point, and then, you know, things things changed a little bit. Um, I think he'd be an excellent choice. But it's almost anything but these guys at this point because this was – unless they've had the greatest player of all time or two, like, amazing years from Derrick Rose as, as an MVP caliber player, uh, this franchise really hasn't mattered much in the last 40 years. No, it's yeah, it's basically been the D Rose years where they got number one seeds in the East, and you know they they went up against a buzzsaw and the Heatles, and then Derrick Rose blew out his knee, and then of course the greatest player, who's universally recognized as the greatest basketball player in the history of the sport, they had that, and then basically <laughs> Bubkiss, right, and um, right. Gar Foreman and John Paxson were able to basically run this team into the ground for no other reason besides just inertia, like. For, yeah. Like they just Reinsdorf just never felt like making a move, and it's time. Like, there's no Bulls fan on planet Earth who thinks these two guys should still be running this team. Nobody, like, right. it, like and they are universally loathed and despised amongst the fan base. Yeah, the Garpack's name is a is a bad word in in Chicago. And by the way, as we're recording this. Uh, we can throw in some live reporting, even though it's being recorded, was that the Heat say that Adam Simon, who I just mentioned as a possible candidate, uh, will remain with the Heat front office. And as uh, Shams Charani reported that uh, Chad Buchanan, who would also the Bulls have been interested in, uh, took his name out of the running. So, uh, heat so it's dwindling. Heat Lifer right there. Exactly. <laughs> heat Lifer. It's, it's Adam Simon. It's Dwayne Wade. And it's Udonis Haslam. There you go. Uh, that's going to do it for today's show. Don't forget to check out all the other shows across the basketball uh, basketball network on the Athletic Podcast Network. We still have back-to-back. We've got No Dunks, Tampering, House of Strauss, Hoops Adjacent. You guys just had CJ McCollum on, right, Waz? 
Yeah, he was incredible. Incredibly candid, incredibly thoughtful. Just a really impressive guy. Um, you know, just I was blown away by the guy. So I, I would suggest people check that out. And uh, don't forget, click follow on the app. You get notifications for new episodes. And if you're not a member of The Athletic, you're in luck. You can get all of our podcasts ad-free, but you can also get some of that fantastic writing across all major sports. For the super low price right now, get a 90-day free trial subscription today at theathletic.com slash daily ding. 90 free days right there. Uh, you never know when this promo is going to end, so you got to get there soon. Thanks for waking up with us. Thanks for checking out the daily ding. Uh, make sure you check out everything on The Athletic. Everyone stay safe. Wash your hands. Stay indoors. Try to avoid seeing people that you would normally see uh, for at least the next month or two or three or four, however this lo- however long this lasts. And was hit me with that sign up. Ding, ding, y'all. Make sure to stay disinfected. Disinfected.